Are you ready to generate way more leads with way less struggle? I have great news for you. I'm now accepting new students into High Performance Agent Academy. Inside the Academy, you'll get eight months of customized support from me and get access to my entire playbook, sales, marketing, social media, systems, all of it ready for you to copy and paste right into your business. Check the show notes for the link to learn more. We start on May 1st. Is this current market just killing you? (laughs) If you're like me and a lot of the agents that I'm talking to and coaching, this high interest rate, low affordability, high sale price, high competition real estate climate is very challenging. And I'm hearing from so many agents who are struggling with their mindset and just feeling really tapped out and frustrated with the dynamics that just don't seem to be getting easier anytime soon. So this episode is for you on managing your mindset when the market is not on your side. And I look forward to just getting into all of the things that I'm doing to manage my mindset and help the people around me. So let's get into it. Hey, my name's Tina Beliveau, and I am obsessed with all things real estate, growth, marketing, social media, technology, and team building. If you're an ambitious agent who's hungry to grow, work on your own terms, and build a thriving life outside of your business, this is the podcast for you. I got into real estate when I was 18 years old and grew my business from nothing through referrals and social media. And since then, I've built a top-performing team, and I've sold over 1,700 homes and $400 million in sales volume. In this podcast, I keep it real, and I tell you exactly what I'm doing to sell tons of houses, lead my team, market my brand, grow my social following and database, and maintain incredible work-life balance. I'll never shy away from sharing my biggest mistakes as well as the juiciest parts of my secret sauce. Pull up a seat and get ready to learn and be inspired. This is the High Performance Agent Podcast with Tina Bellabeau. Welcome back to the High Performance Agent Podcast. Today, we are here to talk about managing your mindset when the market sucks. <laughs> and there's just no other way to put it. Like, I just want to ask you a question. Like, is the market kicking your butt the way that I'm hearing and a lot of the agents around me are hearing? I want you to know that I get it. Interest rates are not on our side right now. Prices are at an all-time high. Housing affordability is at an all-time low. <laughs> so for buyers, mortgage payments right now seem pretty unaffordable due to high interest rates and high prices. And then for sellers, they don't want to give up their awesome rate, so they aren't listing their house and they're just staying put. And then there isn't enough inventory, which drives down supply even further. It makes the homes even more expensive. It makes it even harder for the buyers who do want to stay in the game. They're still competing in bidding wars in many cases, at least here in the Baltimore, Maryland market. And some of these buyers are getting so frustrated that they're throwing their hands up and just deciding to wait until later, hoping that it gets better. And if you're sitting here going, Tina, I know you don't need to tell me what every day of my life is like. I know, but I just wanted to set the stage for what I want to talk about today. And I do want to say the crazy part is you and I both know that as soon as rates get better, more buyers are going to get back in the game. Even more people are going to want to buy, and that's going to drive prices back up. So this idea that things are just going to get easier and less competitive, I don't know how realistic that is. 
I do think someday we will be in a different kind of real estate climate than the one we've been in since the start of COVID in 2020. But I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon because of inventory. So there's a lot of different ways and angles that we could have this conversation. But what I want to talk about first and foremost, at least in this episode, is how to manage your own mindset and and how to get into a place where if you're feeling any kind of negative feeling, whether it's frustrated, exhausted, just wondering when things are going to change, I want to help walk you through some of the things that I've walked myself through this year and also coming from the lessons that I've learned over the last 20 years of having different ups and downs in my business and very different types of market cycles. And just, I I feel like I haven't always had thought leaders around me who had the kind of conversation that I want to have with you today. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how to maybe educate your clients to understand this a little bit. But most importantly, just how to calm yourself down when you're feeling so frustrated with your pipeline, your clients, and your closings. So first of all, I want to tell you that you aren't alone. I don't have a magic solution for you because the market is what the market is, (laughs) but I do have some solutions. And I think most importantly, when times get tough, the thing that helps me the most is to manage my mindset. Instead of trying to manage forces and people things that are outside of my control that I I can't make impact on, but I can manage my mindset to some degree. Now, I'll be honest, like there are times where things just don't feel good in life, but I'll speak specifically to business right now. And that's okay. And I think giving yourself permission to feel how you feel and acknowledge the reality of the situation you're in is an important thing to do. And then however long you need to take that beat, whether that depending on the thing that's getting me, sometimes I need a minute, sometimes you need an hour. Sometimes I need a day or a week. It really depends on what that thing is. But ultimately, when I'm ready, I can come around, shift my perspective, and then that's a lot easier from there to shift my behavior and my activities and then be able to potentially drive different results. So in this episode, I'm going to help you with a few things. One, managing your mindset to help you get out of any sort of difficult place that you might be in with your business right now if you're there. Number two, and this is directly correlated to that, how to shift your perspective, specifically letting go of self-blame or shame if things haven't gone the way you planned or hoped or needed them to go, and helping you move forward with a lighter energy for the rest of the year and into 2024. And then we're going to talk about how to make some key strategic decisions to improve your business moving forward. And inside of that, how to potentially uncover the business opportunities that might be right in front of you right now, but they're hard to see when your mindset is off. And I'll speak for myself. I like to try and speak in the first person. Like When my mindset is off, it's very easy for me to just see what's wrong and the problems and focus on the problems. That's just how our brain is wired, by the way. Like Our brain is wired to help us avoid pain and avoid situations where we don't feel safe, psychologically safe or physically safe. So we're actually like biologically designed to notice the bad things so we can avoid them and avoid pain. And sometimes that can start to run the show. And I'll speak again for myself. There have been times where that is running the show so much to my detriment that, um, you know, I've needed to do different things to really build a like an emotional toolkit 
to not have the up and down of like my emotional roller coaster and just what it's like to be a human in the world and a business person and a mom and so many other things and to not have that roller coaster be so intensive. At the end of the day, we can't avoid life. But that's where I want to take today's conversation. In case you missed it, High Performance Agent Academy is officially open for new students and we start on May 1st. Do you feel frustrated by making slow progress, sick of your systems and CRM being a mess, lonely and tired of figuring out how to grow your business on your own, and are you ready for a breakthrough in your sales, marketing, and lead generation? First of all, you're not alone. I have been there, and I've blazed the trail to solve all of those problems. I've assembled every single system, template, and marketing strategy I use so you can copy and paste them right into your business. If you're ready to transform everything about your real estate business, this is your golden opportunity. I will walk alongside you for the rest of 2024 and help you plug these systems directly into your business. And we will customize every element to your market, your brand, your voice, and your goals. High Performance Agent Academy starts on May 1st, and I don't want you to miss the boat. Head to the show notes to get the link or DM me on Instagram at Tina Bellavo, and I'll send you everything you need. See you in the Academy. So let's talk about where this came from. So this episode was partially inspired by a colleague of mine who called me last week, and she shared her litany of frustrations with me. Her year has not gone according to plan. Her business is down. She has a lot of clients that are not motivated. They're not pulling the trigger. They can't find the right house. And they're all just waiting, like waiting. It's so annoying, right? (laughs) And this is what like struck me in the heart so much though. She was feeling really down on herself. And she was saying things aloud to me that I've said to myself at many times in different phases. Like she was saying that she hasn't done enough and she hadn't tried hard enough and that maybe certain past issues or gaps in her business or things that she ignored, like not having certain systems in place, were to blame for where she was at. And my heart went out to her. And it's so funny how it's so much easier, and at least I'll speak for me again, to be more compassionate with someone else than with myself. Like it's been definitely like a growth curve to have that self-compassion instead of this like capitalistic mindset of you just should have worked harder. You should have done more. And if you hadn't, if you had maybe just tried a little harder, you wouldn't be in this scenario, which is, I don't, I think there's a lot of places where that comes from programming, life experiences, but also just working in like a productivity oriented society. It's just easy to have these messages like run the show of how we perceive ourselves and our business. So this is what I told her. First of all, you are not alone. 2023 has not been my best year ever. And honestly, like I hate to even admit that on my podcast because I used to have this crazy idea that people wouldn't respect me and my business and the wisdom and information that I have to share if I didn't appear to be at the top of my game 24-7. That's also not realistic. (laughs) But yeah, like not every year can be my best year ever. And it feels to me, this is just my like the way I've had the chance to have my own perspective about what's going on with the market is The tough market that I thought we were going to be dealing with right when COVID hit in March 2020, that's when I don't know what it was like in your town or state, but in Maryland, like showings paused and then we were like all wearing booties and disinfecting after showings and 
We had some buyers that were under contract that were wondering if they should pull out because they thought maybe the market was just going to crumble. So there was that moment in spring of 2020 where it looked like we were going to have a huge hit. And then instead, we had the COVID real estate years, which have been absolutely difficult, but also incredible for prices going up, earning more in commissions, great interest rates, motivating a lot of people to buy. Again, I'm probably telling you things, but I, I think the tough market that I expected in March of 2020 is finally coming around three years later to bite us because of inflation and interest rates, but also because homes have gotten so expensive and affordability is so low. And there are so many people now that are just literally priced out of the market or they're priced out of the market that they want to be in. And then they feel like they just need to wait and recalibrate and figure out their plan. And I think this is especially a tough time for established agents like me who are in more perhaps of a maintenance mode than a heavy growth mode. And as I spoke with my friend, and I need to tell her later that she inspired this episode, I won't name her by name, but that's when I started to unpack some of the mindset things with her that I've had to deal with as my business has matured. And so I'm going to say something that I, again, part of why I love podcasting is I feel like it's a little bit like confessional for me. It's a very different platform than like posting on social media, but I am in maintenance mode. And I used to be in business with a lot of thought leaders who demonized maintenance mode and had mindsets and sayings like, well, if you're not growing, you're dying. And like the thought that growth is more important than other aspects of business. And I have been in this long process of giving myself permission to be like, no, I am in a maintenance mode. And I disagree with those thought processes because here's why. When you're always growing, you're never resting. You're never giving yourself a chance to enjoy what you've built. And when your mindset is growth at all costs and at all times, you're also always experiencing growing pains. There is stress associated with growing your business. It can look like so many different things, but in my experiences, it involves hiring, leading, having tough conversations, moving people into their discomfort zone to cause the growth, as well as being in my own discomfort zone, making lots of changes, working even harder on transactions to finance investments in my business, pouring money back into my business instead of taking it as profit. None of those are bad things, and I have worked in that growth mode for many years, and that is awesome if that's the mode that you're choosing for yourself right now. But what if that isn't the mode that you want to be in right now? What if you have a new baby at home? What if you're grieving a major loss or a death in your family? What if you're still recovering from massive burnout? By the way, all three of those things have been a major part of my life over the last three and a half years, and I'm no longer willing to ignore those parts of my life in the name of growing my business over all else. So basically, part of what I had to look at was like, okay, the market's changing. The cheese has moved, if you like that analogy. And I'm kind of in a maintenance mode. And what it's taken me almost 20 years in the business for me to decide on and accept is that not every year is going to be my best year ever. And yes, sometimes it can feel very scary to go backwards, but to expect to always go up, up, and up some more just is not realistic for me because there are other things in my life that are now way more important to me than my business. So let me just paint the picture of my own experience, which you have your own place that you're in with your business and your personal life and whatever you have going on. But in the first quarter of this year, I saw that the writing was on the wall 
that this was going to be a really tough year to do the same number of transactions as the prior year. And in fact, the prior year, it was tough compared to the year before that because of the interest rates that started to change in April of 2022. So I saw the writing on the wall at the beginning of the year. And I also knew that I was due to have a baby in May, that I was definitely taking three months off from maternity leave. And then I was going to come back to work in the fall with this whole new normal in my life of adjusting to being a mom of two instead of one, and also handling a newborn and a toddler at the same time, which is a very different balancing act than just a baby. So I looked at my year ahead and knew that like the time and energy that I might have had available in a different set of circumstances to really like buckle down and drive my business. I just knew that I was not going to have that available. That was just a fact for me. So I made a decision and this is like a mindset thing at early in the first quarter that instead of torturing myself with feeling bad about not having my best year ever, that I would instead give myself permission for it to be very okay to have this year really just be what was realistic and reasonable with the database and the systems and the market that I have. And to also really think critically and evaluate what I could do that would be as time and energy efficient as humanly possible. So then I looked at both of the key arms of my business, my sales team, aka the Bellavo Group, and then my coaching business, aka High Performance Agent Academy. And I evaluated in three dimensions, now, short-term, and long-term. Or maybe you would say now, mid-term, and long-term. So now the question I asked myself was, what has the most upside or growth potential with the most ease right now? Then for the short or the midterm, the question I asked myself was, what opportunities are in front of me that I haven't exploited or converted that would be the lowest hanging fruit that could impact this year realistically? And then my long-term question that I asked myself was, what seeds should or could I be planting right now that will have a long-term payoff? And I think the long-term question is the most important one to be asking ourselves really at any point, because in my experience, short-term questions often generate short-term solutions, and then you can end up in an endless loop of never really solving your long-term problems. For example, setting up your CRM finally, or improving the way you're communicating with your database like in a very holistic sense that would really have an impact on your referrals long-term. I want to solve my long-term problems as my priority unless my short-term problems are massively painful or problematic and they're going to get in the way. And an example of a short-term problem would be like running out of cash and you don't even have enough reserves in your bank account to pay your team members or to pay yourself. That would be a short-term problem to pay attention to. That's how I broke it down. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is pause this podcast And either in your notes app in your phone, or if you can grab something to write with in some paper, I want you to write down these three questions and make some notes. So I'm going to repeat the questions. So question number one, what has the most upside or growth potential in your business right now? And I'm going to add like a little coaching tip. (laughs) Ideally, something that would come with ease or enjoyment versus feeling like hard scrabbling effort. Because if you're already burned out or frustrated, or just not in your strongest mindset place. It's, in my experience, really important for me to tap into the things that are easy and or enjoyable for me. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. Question two, what opportunities are right in front of me that I could convert right now? 
And question three, what seeds should or could I be planting right now that will have a long-term payoff? And now I just want to tell you about how I answer these questions for myself, and I'm hoping that you hear something in here that is helpful to you in your journey. So first question about what has that upside or growth potential in my business right now? So I, I sat back and looked at the two arms of my real estate team and my coaching business. And it was clear to me that my coaching business, I launched it in fall of 2022. I had a great group of people do my first cohort. I had an even larger group of people do my second cohort. And that upward trajectory and that ability to scale is right there. I've laid a very strong foundation. I've designed my course materials. I have all my systems in place. I even brought in some additional support in the form of like people to help me scale it. So I know that focusing on scaling the High Performance Agent Academy is my upside and growth potential. And for me, I like change and variety. So when I have to do the same thing month after month, year after year, it's not as fun. I get bored. And right now, my coaching business is the newest thing and my podcast (laughs) is the newest thing that I'm doing. So that answered the question of ease and enjoyment. Enjoyment is the passion. And then the ease is the fact that I did create all my templates down to the email that goes out every week after the course lesson and all that kind of stuff. So what I decided to do to exploit the upside and growth potential even further was I decided to bring my marketing assistant on at an even higher contract amount and pay scale to do the following things for me. Number one, I had her set up a free a, a set of free online resources basically like lead capture, landing pages, and freebies to capture more email addresses and grow my database so that I would have a bigger email list and opportunity level for the academy. Then from there, and this is so applicable, I know I'm talking about my coaching business, but this is completely applicable to your database and buyers and sellers. If you collect a bunch of emails but never do anything with them, that doesn't really get you anywhere. So as soon as I knew that we were going to be building my email list larger, I deployed her on setting up email campaigns to convert anyone who enrolls in my free materials into a possible coaching student. So she is an expert at this. We created these couple different campaigns that are five emails each, like a weekly email for five weeks where people get invited to join my Facebook group, try out my free 30-day coaching course, and for me to just build rapport and, and show them all of my stuff and help them get to know me. So that's all completely automated. So I've got my freebies and then I have the emails that actually follow up. And then the other low-hanging fruit that I grabbed onto (laughs) was participating in two virtual summits where basically I gave a class, a pre-recorded class, and in return, I got exposure to even more real estate agents. So this helped me grow my database even more, get people in my email list, and then they all were put into the same campaigns. And again, just it's all works together. And that's like the key of like database growth and then having the campaigns and the systems to back that up. And here's the really important thing about the virtual summits. And not only did I do two virtual summits, I also taught for my brokerage, I think four different times, if I remember right. I taught the same topic all over the place to avoid reinventing the wheel, to conserve my energy, and to basically do one thing really well and then push it everywhere. And that's like a huge part of my mindset where I'll do the really hard work to create something extremely high quality one time and then be able to scale and just live off of that for as long as it makes sense, depending on what that asset is. 
And related to that, I was invited to and or sought out opportunities to be a guest speaker on multiple different podcasts. One of them in particular, I liked their Instagram following. I liked their podcast. I just reached out and pitched myself and they were happy to have me on as a guest. That also aided me in expanding my reach and adding even more people to my database. So that's how I answered the question of where is some easy upside and growth potential for me to tap into? I knew I had a great class to teach and content to share. I knew I had an awesome marketing vendor who could create that back end. I just needed to invest the time and the money in setting that up. And now I can't even tell you how awesome it is knowing that all of that is in place and working for me. Just automated, behind the scenes, I'm doing absolutely nothing to maintain those systems except paying my monthly CRM subscription. And that's it. So that's how I answered the first question. I also, question two is what opportunities are right in front of me that I could convert right now? So for my sales team at the Bellavo Group, what we really, the biggest conversion opportunity that you have as an agent is the leads you already have. (laughs) So that is something that was drilled into me by one of the best sales coaches. And you can't convert every lead you have, right? Like you can't make someone buy or sell if they don't want to, if their circumstances change. But there's often an opportunity with follow-up or technique to actually aid in those conversions. So in our team, we upped the frequency of our pipeline reviews. We regularly brainstorm how to convert and communicate with our existing leads to help them get off the fence. Sometimes we tag team if one of my agents is having trouble getting someone to respond. Like sometimes I'll ping them instead or I'll supply some creative ideas about how to get people back in conversation. If you have no pipeline, that won't be the most helpful tip. But if you're like me and it's easy to get busy and a little scattered, going back to your pipeline, that's your right now business. And then there's also creating the long-term leads and the systems for that. The other thing that I saw as a lead conversion opportunity was tightening the systems for my digital geographic farm. If you haven't listened to my podcast episode on that, scroll back. It's in my library. I run a Facebook group that is targeted to a specific geographic area where our team really likes to sell houses. I've had a lot of success with that. I've actually taught classes on that. That was the class that I made the rounds on teaching earlier this year. But I realized that I could really tighten those systems to capture even more contact information And one of the missing pieces that I specifically wasn't doing until my marketing assistant showed me the value of this was I was not PMing people through Facebook Messenger to introduce myself and ask like a powerful question about their buying or selling needs. So that was like an aha, but I also knew that I was never going to do that myself, that I just don't have the patience and the consistent energy and focus to do that every day. So now I pay her to do that. She now, as people join my Facebook group, if they answer the question and say that they want to buy or sell, she and I co-wrote a scripted message that is in my voice and like in alignment with our brand. She reaches out to them, starts the conversation, and now we are converting those leads into buyers more actively than my previously more passive approach where I just was waiting for people to notice that I was the really cool realtor who ran the group. And there were also some other things I was doing, but I just want to say the power of private messaging on Facebook or Instagram and texting, we are getting our best response rates by far. One of my team members, Bethany, is out showing homes this week to someone with that exact strategy. He joined the group. Alicia PM'd him for me. And basically, if someone responds and they're a live one, as you would say, she flags that to me. And then I jump in 
and aid in the conversion and the handoff to my team because that is like the most valuable use of my time is to grab the leads, give them that like really expert approach, and then make sure they get converted into an appointment or a consultation. So that's what I'm doing to convert leads right now. And then the third question I asked myself was, what should I be doing for the long-term payoff? And what I decided was to focus on launching my podcast, hey, (laughs) to grow my reach way bigger long-term on my own terms. And that's why podcasting is such a key platform for me because I can get my reach really anywhere in the world. I can do it from my home office. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. It doesn't matter where I am. I can just make it happen. And I knew that with the phase of life I'm in, that was really important and such a workable situation for me. And again, like I said early on, I've realized I really enjoy like the confessional and like intimate nature of just like talking to the mic and telling you like what I really think and feel and what my experiences really are. So for the two months leading into my maternity leave, that was like my primary focus. I dedicated a huge amount of time to my launch. And then I challenged myself to pre-record 14 episodes for my maternity leave so that the podcast would run for every single week that I was out. And I did it, which was such a feat. That's its own story. (laughs) And then I also set up my amazing podcast manager, Pamela, to do everything in my absence to promote the podcast, even down to giving her templates and permissions to log in and post to my Instagram account for me because I knew that I wouldn't be on top of it myself. And that was true. Even the couple things I was supposed to do myself on my leave, I just wasn't consistent because I just wasn't all there mentally to really stick with that. So that was my long-term decision, and I'm really happy about it. We're tracking the stats, and things are growing, and the downloads are growing, and the followers are growing, and all of that, which I'm so gratified. So thank you for listening and being part of the journey, by the way. The other thing I want to say about the long-term payoff is it is on my long-term list to launch a YouTube channel for my sales team to generate more buyer and seller leads for people moving in and out of our area. But that is a huge project in and of itself. And in a way, in my opinion, even more than podcasting, because in my feeling, like there's just more prep to be on video than there is for my podcasts. Although I will say I do create very detailed outlines for every podcast episode. But the point is, I know what it takes to make a YouTube channel and to do it well and release a new episode every week. So I'm biding my time until I know that it's the right time where I have the energy, where I have the passion and it's there. And then I will implement a marketing and editing team because for the consistency and the quality that I want, I know that's how I want it done. And I don't know if you've ever done this where, (laughs) and you probably have because I know I have if you've been in the business a while, where you just decide you're going to do a new lead generation system. And then you get into it and you really realize, oh, this is more than I bargained for. This this is more expensive or time expensive or whatever, or I'm too busy. So I've learned that enough times to know that I know that YouTube is the future for my team, but I'm going to wait for the right time and I'm going to be unapologetic about it. And in the meantime, I'm going to look for those easier, more passionate ways to grow the business that fit into my current schedule. So you may have very different needs in your business. But I want you to hear the way that I'm thinking through it. There was a long period of time where I didn't give myself permission to say, what would be the easiest way to do this? So I hope you can hear that in there. The key for me really has been to remove all the shame and the judgment I have about what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, and what the results are in my business. To really divest myself from the shoulds of I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And when I let that all go, it frees me up to just see my opportunities with a clearer head 
And then it always takes care of itself because suddenly it clicks and I go, oh, I just need to have an event with this person or I need to do this collaboration or you know what? I'm finally ready to launch that YouTube channel. I'm finally ready to podcast. Really like de-escalating the shoulds is what helps me get into action. So again, you may have totally different gaps than me. Maybe you just really need to adopt a CRM like I mentioned earlier. Maybe you haven't sent a quality email in a very long time or ever. (laughs) Maybe your social media presence really needs the pump up. Just I want you to know and take away that there are thousands of realtors out there having these same struggles. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to not have your best year ever. And I'm not saying, oh, let's all just give up. But I think what you are hearing is like keeping perspective about priorities and what's realistic and what you're feeling really called to do is so important if you want to be in this kind of business for the long haul, because otherwise it's a seven day a week grind until the end of time. And I've just identified that is not for me. And I've learned that it's way more important for me to be self-loving and self-compassionate than try to be perfect and succeed at all costs. I did have to learn that the hard way, but I'm hoping that you hearing me share this might save you some of that same pain. And I'll end with this. Yes, if you want to work on any of the things I've mentioned today with your systems, your marketing, and your mindset, I really would love to help you in the High Performance Agent Academy. All you need to do is hop on the wait list, which is linked in all the show details. I'll be reaching out later this fall when I'm launching the next cohort. But in summary, most importantly, I'm going to repeat the three questions. I want you to reflect on them. And I would love for you to join my Facebook group for agents called Relationship Driven Real Estate. Or you could DM me on Instagram or tag me in a story if you want to share the episode and share your reflections. Let me know what you come up with after thinking on this. So I'm going to, sorry for repeating myself so much, but if you didn't get it yet, number one, what has the most upside or growth potential in your business right now with ease or enjoyment? What opportunities are right in front of you that you could convert right now? And what seeds should you be planting right now that will have the most important long-term payoff? And in the next episode, I'm going to share with you how I set goals for myself, which directly links to the mindset thought process that I've shared with you today. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't already, and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the High Performance Agent Podcast. Make sure to subscribe by hitting the follow button so you don't miss the next episode. And check the show notes for links to all of my goodies, including my newsletter filled with tips for ambitious agents. You can also find me on Instagram at Tina Bellavo. Talk to you soon.